0: Sarah's using a beer bottle as a microphone. Yes. And that's ideal, I'm drinking
1: during this episode.
0: Love it. Love it so much. Episode 588, the one where Sarah drinks. <laughs> this is a beautiful thing. I like it. How are you? I'm doing so well. I am like mm-hmm.
1: living, She's laughing, in her overalls. loving as we liked. I'm in my overalls, so I'm real happy. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, now I feel like I'm acclimated to the altitude and mm-hmm. the, um, wet, the temperature. And I feel way more confident driving when it's, uh, icy on the roads. I get it. You're going to slip and slide a bit. Thank you to all of the listeners who wrote in and gave me some excellent tips and pointers. Um, also i am looked into snow tires. So thank you to the people who recommended that. That was their tip. Yeah. They were snow like Yeah, One of our <laughs> listeners, oh, I can't, remember. I, I don't know her name off the top of my head, but she said born and raised in New England, been through those Stormy winters, always had two-wheel drive cars, but had snow tires, and it, they will save you from slipping and sliding around.
0: And I guess I assume that you know things, but why would you if you never lived in the snow? No, I have no idea about these things. Okay. Okay. Noted.
1: Like, no, I will. No, you know what no one tells you? I, I was late to... Not late by a lot. I was like... The good thing is I, the dates that I'm going on are like snowboarding, so it's like I'm... you know. I get there early anyway because it takes me friggin' freaking half hour to put all this gear on. But uh, I definitely was – it took me longer to, like, get out of my driveway than I thought. Nobody tells you – or told me about the ice on the inside of the windshield. Mm, You can't have any liquid, anything in the car – that has water on it. I don't know what, mm-hmm. there's like a whole science to snow. I don't know if yeah. it was like it got <laughs> That's hot true. and then it got cold. called meteorology. <laughs> you know, I'm familiar in, with it in its liquid form, not so much in the frozen form. And, yeah. and it, we have, I was in like, our- what do I do? And then I kept like... You're trying to use a paper, it made it worse. Everything I was doing, it was like it was basically yeah. the, the the frozen equivalent to a a, a a grease fire that I was trying to throw water on. And it just like <laughs> kept getting bigger. Right. I kept on like trying to like I don't know like lick a paper towel and then use that. It just kept getting icier. I'm like, what am I oh doing? God, I'm adding like-
0: more water. On. Yes, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> putting- we we have um, a humidifier in our bedroom, and that we discovered that very thing on the inside of the window mm-hmm. then there was like a whole sheet of ice and it was quite entertaining for a nine-year-old yes but it would be annoying if you were late to a meeting right yeah <laughs> or a date i was like yeah or a date yeah. or whatever I'm
1: like what do i do about this yeah. i don't know what to do so
0: well i'm glad to hear you're adjusting yes. and i'm also glad to report no trauma this week for peg no peg, peg stories story. no peg stories thank the good lord Whew. We can only take so much right you know Right. So all is well with her. Good. Yeah. No, nobody's so, getting scammed. No, okay. nobody's getting scammed. And yeah. then, as you know, I don't leave. I can, I'm on lockdown. So right, right. I have no drama to report. Oh, um, no news is good news. Yes.
1: Um, um, mom is healing. Well, I'm trying to think about any uh, Oh, yeah, any mo- your mom is any on the mend. Same old, same old. Does have to have eye surgery and has to come to Denver to do it.
0: You think she's going They're gonna give her full recovery in the eyeball. I thought you were gonna say full new eyeball. Yes. No.
1: <laughs> oh my God. She's gonna. They're going to. You know what I think she's gonna do? She's gonna work her magic and turn it into somehow. She gets like a eye lift cosmetic procedure.
0: Yeah. Like thrown into
1: one. Love it. She's like, yeah, and now you gotta make the other one match. Right. So like, That's do only the there. lids.
0: I'm oh kind of getting God. close to
1: the age where that my mom was when she got. Sorry, mom, I'm gonna c- put you on blast. That where she got eyelid surgery,
0: right? And but the genius, the Sally Rice genius yes. move, yes, was finding a way to get it covered by insurance because you wouldn't want it to impede your vision right. while you're driving. You guys, right? No saggy eyelids. No, it's
1: a, it's a hazard. A
0: hazard. <laughs> <Yeah>. Awh. <laughs> Right? And so she has, is a safer driver and mm-hmm. a more alert-looking person. Mm-hmm. Two-for-one there. Two-for-one special. Yeah. You try to run that.
1: <clears throat> VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Okay, I have to begin by talking about, well, funnily enough, that's the name of it. We got to talk about Bill Cosby. Oh Yeah. That's the name of the docuseries. Tell me about um, this. That docuseries is on Showtime. So I signed up for the 30-day trial just to watch it because yeah. I. that's a must watch. Yeah. Um, it was unbelievable. It was truly unbelievable riveting, wow. horrifying, fascinating. Kamal Bell is the director and um, you know, producer and he did a really really good job of providing context about all of the things that made it possible for Bill Cosby to be a predator mm. and allegedly. And um Well, technically he was convicted, so I don't think Yeah, I, I think you can but, say that. Um and oh, I hate that we have to throw. That so away. he covers, you know, like the race uh, stuff. He covers like the Playboy culture, e- you know, Hugh Hefner and that yes. whole world that was happening. And then um, just the the systems that are in place to empower people that are rich and famous, and how mm. that imbues tr- like trust.
1: Yeah,
0: because he was masterful in creating a character a persona yes to make you feel very safe yeah. and feel that he is a decent if man that of integrity you're
1: describing grooming
0: yeah and on just such a on bigger a huge... scale yeah
1: oh my gosh and it's maybe one of those things when it's so in your face that you can't see it like it's so you know, you go, that's not, that can't be. Nobody looks and it's right in front of you.
0: It's it's hard for me to get it because yeah, now it seems so obvious. <sighs> and the people that were in the docuseries that had worked on the show, you know, definitely none of the main stars are in this series right. because they're loyalists and apologists for him. But some of the like lower level people were in it. And they talked about how, like, in the audience there would be, like, 200, you know, people watching the taping and then there'd be, like, a pocket of 20 models that Stop then after they taped would, Stop. like, line up outside his door and just one at a time go in there to read lines, Stop quote, unquote. It. Yeah. So, like, all these people are there, like, oh, I knew nothing. <sighs> well, I- I'd like that to ask some follow-up questions. Do we think... Did- <sighs>
1: Oh my god. That makes me think so many things.
0: Well, cuz there are 60 women that have come forward. Yeah. 60. And so imagine how many there actually are. Yeah. Because Absolutely. I wouldn't come forward. I wouldn't. Yeah. I know some people might think that's upsetting, but you ha- there is a big price to pay. Yeah. To come forward. Yeah. And these brave women that did and by the way, a third of them were black women. Yeah. So this narrative of like all these white women are coming after Bill and because that's been sort of the mythology amongst his supporters. But a third of them are not white. Yeah. Um. So I think that's important to acknowledge.
1: Well, I'm um, definitely going to watch that. Is that does it feel like. You watch the R. Kelly, Surviving R. Kelly, right? I never did. Oh, okay. But I bet it's similar. Yeah, I was gonna say, how does it compare? And sometimes they're it's it's they're hard to watch. It's hard to watch stuff like that.
0: Yeah, my brother said he was like, I can watch murderers all day, <sighs> but when it comes to sexual crimes, uh, uh, he's like, uh, you know, it's a different thing. And so, it's, it's, it's there's no justice. Probably yeah. and and it is very hard to convict somebody, yeah. even when they're sixty. Yeah. Um, and it just like uh, here's my theory about why it, if it all came out when it did, the woman that finally came out and sort of opened it up mm-hmm. was Andrea Constant, who is a lesbian. Mm-hmm. And I think, unlike a lot of the women who were drugged, woke up naked, disoriented, kind of like didn't really know what happened, mm-hmm. Andrea absolutely knew that gonna, she was yes. not interested in sex with him. Yes. At, uh, under any circumstances. Excellent point. Yes. And that the fact that that happened to her is so horrific, but it was helpful to open it up because I think she felt more certain. You know how you start to yes. question... What did it I is do? One
1: of the hallmark responses and symptoms of surviving sexual assault or abuse is And
0: I imagine that would be even more so yes. when you've
1: been drugged. Absolutely. You start question you go, Maybe this didn't happen. And in a way, your brain does that to protect itself because You remember how my mom doesn't remember anything about her accident because it's too Mm -hmm. traumatic. So she cannot remember anything before, even before the fall. She doesn't remember moments before that, before her head was even injured. Mm -hmm. That was trauma. You think that's going to be different for trauma of other kinds that our brain isn't going to go, I'm just going to go ahead and take that part out because that's too much for you to think about.
0: When a lot of them, when they woke up, they, and he kind of made them, or said, you drank too much or whatever, Um, they would apologize to him. They felt embarrassed and humiliated. And like, I made a fool of myself in front of this famous, powerful man who was going to help me with my career. Now I'm an idiot. Oh, like what a perfectly designed system to... Right? Yeah. It's so disturbing. Oh, that makes me sad. And it's, you know, he's out of jail now, as you probably know. And so... It's really difficult for all these people who, like, were so brave and got him convicted. And then he gets out on a the technicality.
1: <sighs> there's, there's no justice.
0: And I thought Kamal, Kamal Bell did a really good job also of saying why so many people in the black community are still supporting him. Mm-hmm. And it's a fair point, mm-hmm. which is that usually... Mm -hmm. We do make black men the villains, even when they've done nothing wrong. And sometimes we kill them. Yes. And so there's a whole history that has led up to all these people saying, like, no, no, not America's dad.
1: Right. Same way I feel about people who don't want to get the vaccine, who have a history of being black in America in the medical system. (laughs) Not so friggin' good. I'd be a little skeptical, too. So... That I totally get it. And, yeah.
0: Totally get it. Man. Another thing you should totally get is this really delicious cereal that is actually healthy called Catalina Crunch. And I know what you're <sighs> thinking, Sue's. It can't be true. Can't be delicious healthy and healthy.
1: cereal. I
0: love a bowl of cereal. You love a crunchy bowl of cereal, I too. sure do. I think she wants it extra crunchy. I do. As a matter of fact. This is correct. <laughs> but this stuff is really good they have some nostalgia inducing flavors like cinnamon toast come on we all love that they have dark chocolate chocolate Uh, peanut butter uh, it's delicious uh, zero sugar food and uh keto friendly yes a lot of people are into that low carb lifestyle love it this is for you for you um, you can see why Catalina Crunch cereal is the fastest growing cereal brand in America. Just go to CatalinaCrunch.com slash brain candy for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. That's CatalinaCrunch.com slash brain candy. Not sure which flavor to start with. Try a variety pack. Oh, yeah. And check out their delicious cookies and snack mixes while you're at it. I got to try those. Again, that's CatalinaCrunch.com braincandy brain candy for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. You love a snack mix. I love. I do love a snack mix. She does. I'm a snacker. Just ask my nightstand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All those little nibbles in there. Yes. Okay. This switching gears is a much more enjoyable story. Okay. Um, this was in the New York Times today. This eight-year-old boy named Dylan um, decided he wanted to write a book, and he made. Um, he took four days of his short little life, oh. and he made this book, and it was called. Uh, The Adventures of Dylan Helbig's Christmas. Um, None of those words were spelled correctly. (laughs) Um, Maybe his name was, but the other ones were not. And he um, went with his grandma or something to the library and he put it on the shelf, like, because he thought it deserved to be on the shelf. Yes. And he didn't tell anybody. And then he got home and he told his parents. And so they called the library and they were like, hey, our kid left his book. Can you put it in lost and found? And, um. The librarians loved it so much that they just put it into circulation. Oh. And they gave it like a um the what do they call it? A card to check out. Yeah. Like a Dewey decimal number and all that. It's all in the system. And I want to check that book out. So popular that it has 56 people on the waiting list. Oh. Oh. God. And like it's, it's encouraging kids to want to write books and like also have their book in the library. Yes. Or as Dylan calls it, the library. Of course he does. Of course he does. (laughs) I just, I am not kidding you. You know how I keep telling you I keep crying about stuff? Yes. Uh, My hormones must be out of whack or whatever, but I was tearing up twice during this article. I'm about to tear up
1: thinking about it too.
0: (laughs) Because That's it's just so, so cute, beautiful, is. yes. That he took the time and made it. They had to move it. He had put it in the fiction section. They moved it to graphic novel because Fair. you know there was pretty heavy on the illustrations. <laughs> um, I but this is the best novel. part to me. He's working on another book, and it's called "The Jacket Eating Closet," based on actual events. Oh. <laughs> Is that
1: not it's the best? Not actual
0: fence. I love this kid. That is I so mean, cute. The best. And I love that it's in the freaking New York Times. It's so good. And we
1: need. That's the. Don't you? Didn't you? Did, when you were a kid, didn't you have a uh, a project or does a yearly like book fair where you would write a book? an illustrator. Gosh,
0: I don't think I did, Sarah. Oh, we, I think it was called Aesop's Book Fair. That's nice. Yeah. And every kid would make one. Yes, in every and every grade. And then what would happen to and them? And they'd be
1: on display. And you'd go, you'd have a book mm. fair night and you'd walk around and you'd just read kids' books. And then what The pro, you had to make a book. And I remember Jordan made one called <laughs> Jordan's Terrible Day. And it was all <laughs> about, oh, well, he hey. was having a bad day. And I read it recently and I was like, Somebody needed to listen to Jordan that day.
0: Somebody needed a hug. Yeah,
1: I have pictures uh, of mine that was on a uh, uh, the the mine's on saving the planet, like well, how we, why we need to not litter and recycle and wow, not this kill is a animals. theme of your life. Yeah,
0: the litter bug. Yeah,
1: I believe one line is, "Can you believe people actually hunt animals?
0: Why can't they just play basketball?" <laughs> <laughs> what if that was the solution? Right. Like people just didn't know about basketball, and so they've been like ruining your Just play.
1: Yeah, I totally have photos of this book in my. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Well, I wish we had that, but you know what? I went to a private Christian school, so we probably, you know, it's like a probably a yeah. budget. <laughs> probably. probably, probably budget. Yeah.
1: I think that's also Uh, a really great gift to give kids if you're ever like, or if you have a kid in your life that you want to like, you know, you don't want to get them, you can buy blank books, like these hardback books. They have them at any art store. And I think they are great gifts for kids because you just
0: mm -hmm. give them a
1: book and, and don't you know, they always fill it.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's
1: really cute. I love that. I'll find those photos and post them on our close friends.
0: Um, oh my gosh. So, oh, okay. One more documentary, documentary roundup that I, one more that I really loved besides Bill Cosby was, um, <clears throat> called American Factory. Oh, my mom is obsessed with that. Did she watch it? Yeah. She
1: was like, Sarah, you have to watch it. It's so good. I yeah, have not it yet. is
0: good. It won the Oscar for, oh. for best documentary. But like, as we learned in documentary clubs, sometimes that's not. Right. what people want. Right. Sometimes they don't want the high-minded whatever. Right. Um, in this case, I really loved it because it's about a factory in Ohio that had shut down. You know, people lost their jobs. They yeah. had worked there the whole life. It was sad. And then Chi- a Chinese glass company bought the factory and, and opened up. And so then there's all these jobs. But like, it is a Chinese company. Like yeah. all the people that Run it, even in the Ohio plant, are Chinese, and so they they explored those cultural wow. differences and like expect the differences in expectation of workers. It's one of those things where you cannot believe <gasps> yes, workers. Oh. You cannot believe that like people say stuff on it, like the bosses.
1: Oh, I can't wait. I have to see this.
0: Oh, like just the way that they talk about Americans I mean it is hilarious and accurate yeah. but you know just like lazy they ne- <laughs> yeah but I mean everything's relative in the pl- the company's plant in China yeah. workers only get 2 days off a month <gasps> so like I guess we are lazy compared to that, that
1: it's not wor- the job for they me. work
0: 10 or 12 hour shifts Um, And so they think we're just like total slackers. And meanwhile, they're running prison
1: camps.
0: (laughs) Oh my God, right? So there's a real difference in what's typical or expected or normal or acceptable. I'll say. And then like, you know, safety is expensive. Making sure your workers don't get hurt. Oh no. And they just were like, yeah, we're not doing that. Oh no. (laughs) It was so bad. And I just cannot believe they were saying it on oh camera. And then now it, you know, it was out in one. And I have this, this
1: idea, maybe theory call it that, that <laughs> when, when you have a small company and you say you're the owner of a small company and you have like 10 employees, you interact with those employees on a daily basis. Probably yeah. you see them, you have exposure with them. There's a personal connection. Yeah, There's more, I feel like there's more compassion and understanding for this person as a person. The yeah. larger a company becomes the more yeah. distance the heads of those companies have between yeah. them and the workers or them and even the consumers. And I feel like the humanity and empathy and compassion also follows that saint like it yeah is
0: i mean this is what we saw with the holocaust the dehumanization yes. of people can be detrimental yes and tragic on that's a huge scale yeah and then this is like a medium scale because yeah. like these are real people they just want to make a living and not risk their yeah. life to do it
1: yeah um, and when you have a thousand of those people, it's harder to have those. You don't have those same kind of personal connections, or you don't. So everybody becomes just I a, 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 I don't know, a, a, a cog in the wheel, I guess, or mm-hmm. something like that, instead of a individual that has needs and and feelings,
0: yeah, and a fully right, formed, a person. fully formed human. Well, I think it's important now probably more than ever in recent history to watch because of the way that it shows how unions work. And the if the bosses really don't want a union, yeah. that's how you know you need one.
1: Yes, 100%. So yeah.
0: you can see that in action and Gosh. you can see them talking about it and then whatever. But it's it's fascinating because – I think even though this came out, I think in 2017 or 18, I mean, this union issue has really been coming up a lot in the news with Starbucks and other companies, and I do think it's worth a consideration to watch.
1: I'm definitely going to watch that. Yeah. My mom had the same reaction. She's like, oh my God, this is, you won't even believe this. You have to see it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well- and, you know, it's funny. I wasn't going to talk about this one, but I also saw this documentary called Ascension and it was all in China. Mm-hmm. And it was about people working in China, various jobs. And it was beautifully shot. It was a work of art. but And there was very little talking. Mm-hmm. It was almost all imagery. But what you get a sense of is like the difference between like the rich Chinese classes and yeah. the lower. And... And what that can mean in terms of a human life. Oh,
1: and, I can only imagine.
0: The, yeah. So yeah. anyway, it's just interesting to yeah. see how it all works because yeah.
1: it I went to all China with my aunt on a buying trip when she worked in like imports and exports and uh, uh, or like wholesale marketing or like like selling or whatever and. Uh, we visited some of the factories where some of our products were being produced. And there, I, I don't think there is a, I can remember feeling humbled and feeling like I was lucky and understanding how the privilege that I had. I was 13 years old and I remember going through the neighborhoods and seeing Every, there was one TV for the neighborhood, and everybody would come hang out and like in somebody's garage, and they would all watch it together. And I remember my aunt telling me that the salary for one of the employees was the equivalent of twelve dollars a week. And I there I had a moment where I had like you know my little daily salary that my mom or my aunt gave me while I was there. And like, you know, or whatever, it was like my amount of money to spend on the trip. And I went into one of the stores to try to buy, like I was going to buy a vest. I can remember it to this day, what that vest looked like. The vest was $12. And
0: Mm.
1: I knew it was like the universe giving me a lesson right there of like this vest that you're probably not going to wear. Like, Mm -hmm. and I knew that I had that, that awareness is the equivalent to an entire week's salary for somebody. And I don't, I I did not buy that vest. And Mm -hmm. it was, but I can remember how much that lesson like sank, how much I felt that. And, you know, I think sometimes we, we think, oh, kids won't understand these concepts or kids won't, like we should, you know, I don't know.
0: Well, it sure helps if you can see it with
1: your own eyes like you did. Abs, or even opportunities to go. I had the same, a similar feeling when I went and built houses with the church that I went to and we like went to Mexico and we were building houses and I saw how grateful the family, I was like, these are things that people who are privileged need to fricking see too. Mm -hmm. I think it's important.
0: Whenever you, if you watch Ascension, there is a scene in there where these women, Chinese women are painting the details on blow up sex dolls or like rubber sex dolls. It was, I I cannot get it out of my head because. Like it's just a day at their job. Right. Like they're not thinking much about it, but like they have paintbrushes and they're like drawing the areola oh, on the nipple God. and like, hey, can you make sure her lip and this and that? And it's just like these are gonna go be like cum dumpsters. Yes, for incels in America. Oh. <laughs> it's so disturbing. Yeah.
1: For our stupid,
0: like, everything. And they have to wear these masks because of all the paint uh, fumes and, the, like, the their toxic, health is, The toxic, yes. that's one of
1: the worst parts. The, I, the, I, that's another thing I can't get out of my mind is I can still smell how that town smell. It smells like resin.
0: Yeah. Right. And these people are not considered no. the same way that we consider ourselves or even... You know, to the for our stupid products
1: so that it could be cheaper, like $1 less. Like,
0: ah, Yeah, it's, it's disturbing. <sighs> but I would recommend watching it because it is beautiful. And if you're intimidated by subtitles, don't be because, like I said, it's very visual rather than verbal or dialogue driven. And it is fascinating yeah. to watch all the, they had a, a whole factory of like, Make America Great Again gear, you know, like all of it. It's just bizarre to see it being created. Anywho. That
1: is so weird. That, I'll
0: tell you what's not weird. What? Is, <laughs> is having a app and debit card that you trust and love and is useful to you. It has no overdraft fees love or that. foreign transaction fees. Thanks love to that. Chime. <laughs> Thanks to Chime. You can have that dream come true, baby. They have over 60,000 fee-free in-network ATMs. It is just a better checking account, no monthly fees. That is great. Simple. Right? You can send money to anyone, even if they aren't on Chime, fee-free for you and no cash out fees for them. Make your first good decision of the new year and join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up takes only 2 minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com/braincandy. That's chime.com/braincandy. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bank Corp Bank or Stride Bank, NA, members FDIC, get fee free transactions at any MoneyPass ATM in a 7 Eleven location and at any All Point or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Otherwise, out of network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Sometimes pay anyone. Instant transfers can be delayed. The recipient must be a valid debit card or be a Chime member to claim funds. Um, yeah, so anyway, watch that yeah those are good ones to check out um okay i read a really fascinating article on vox it was i think the title was is confidence a cult some sociologists or experts think so and so i was like i love a cult yeah we do and i love i love confidence we definitely <laughs> So, am I in a cult? Right. So. Uh, Do I, re- am I the leader? Am I their leader? <laughs> <laughs> it's a really great um, article and they were interviewing these two women sociologists and they were studying this sort of shift in culture where women became, start like women's magazines and stuff started using that language of like empowerment. Yep. And self-care and all that language. And I have talked about it on this show how, like, I'm very suspicious of it all. Yeah. And then this article did finally put words to what I was trying to say. So it was talking about how the financial crisis and the rise of social media happened. And then the response was this sort of austere, like, call for women to, like, make their own fucking homestead jam or whatever right. and like whatever. Prove and it was yourself like a, in this <laughs> yeah, new... Yeah, like more work. Yeah. And so they they basically frame this new movement as just another way to make you feel like crap. For, so 100% for sure. They're even including body positivity in that. Agreed. Because like it's so false and manufactured like even those dove ads where you have yes. like the rainbow it's colors it's still sell and all different... fucking soap they're they're still yeah yeah like it's still selling a product that is kind of founded in an idea that you're not good enough as you are and that they have the solution and you can buy it yes and that all of even like they brought up the books those ones that are like how to how to not give a fuck and, yes you know like all not that giving a fuck Yes. That's the one. Yes. That's the one. And how even when they're kind of being countercultural and saying like yeah. fuck everything that there's the the directives are still inward focused. It's still about like you you not giving a fuck and right. you not doing this right. instead of about community building and dealing with the systems that have been designed to be fucked. Agreed. And it's just like thank god <sighs> someone is pointing it out because yeah do you
1: think because we're an individualist society yeah that that we look for it's just like even when we're trying to find the solution or we're identifying the problem we we the default or like the 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 easiest place to look or like where we're almost conditioned to point what we're pointing the finger at is the person, not the system because we're individualist culture.
0: Yeah. That the, whatever the problem is, the solution is you. And that's, that's false. But also the problem is you. Yeah. And so like, even I know a lot of people love like Brene Brown and that, those, um, very inspirational, people Glenn and Doyle where you know they talk a lot about being vulnerable mm-hmm. and how important that is but they they pointed out how it's a very temporary and contained moment that you're allowed to be vulnerable Ugh. so long as you ultimately overcome and become confident self-loving resilient and content <sighs> and so it's just like don't don't carry on too long about it you know what I mean yeah
1: there's still the ultimate goal of well, and also it, that's kind of, I mean, I don't want to say it's the opposite of acceptance, but in order to get the, that ultimate feeling of, so I think more than confidence, more than self-worth, we have to focus on self-compassion. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the part we get confused. We think, self that the ultimate goal is to be confident but i think the ultimate goal is to have self compassion to be able to accept ourselves at wherever we are and if if it's like oh you know we set this like i just want to be confident i think those kind of big statements are like i just want to be happy or i just want to be you know confident whatever Our brain doesn't really know what to do with that because, A, it's super vague. It's like, okay, well, what does that mean? And then also when your brain hears, I just want to be confident or whatever, uh, nobody can be that all the time. And so Mm -hmm. you're setting yourself up for failure.
0: Well, and that's why a community helps with that Yes, because if the system is designed to meet people where they are to have safety nets for when things yeah. come up, to have health care when you get sick, so that it isn't all about you white-knuckling it your whole life and then putting it all on uh, yourself. That's what communities are yeah. supposed to be. But we have completely dismantled that. Yes. And so, as we've seen in the pandemic, yeah. women and moms especially, as I, I think I said it to you, that article I read where it was like, other countries have safety nets. America has women. Yeah. You know, and if you're not feeling it, like if you're a woman or a mom in this moment or whatever, and, and you're not feeling this, then I don't, I'd like to have a conversation with you. But yeah. like all these women that are sort of the ones like cheerleading us and saying like, you can do this and yeah. you have permission to be vulnerable, but you also need to right. get, it's like an on-ramp to then yeah. be self-assured. Yeah. Like they're already on the other side and they're all white women mostly yeah. of privilege telling you like you can do it yeah it kind of is gross and then like moms have this double whammy of like not only do you have to perform that confidence just generally but you also have to set this example for your daughter or your son to and model it all the time of like that's unattainable can't do it right you're going and to be setting yourself up for failure yeah and there's just not that same conversation about how are men modeling like no self-assuredness and way. agency to their kids. No way. Oh
1: God, you're right. In
0: fact, it's funny that you brought up that work, uh, work camp trip that you took for church yeah. or whatever. Yeah. They they mention even that, like the voluntourism industry, where yeah. you like go and help somewhere. Yeah. A lot of that rhetoric on their websites is like build leadership skills, build confidence. Like it's about like yourself
1: while you're helping your sister
0: abroad or whatever Mm it is. it's just so built into our culture that I don't even think we notice it. I don't think it's just like internalized. Yes. And we see it as a good
1: thing. We're like, that's, that's what people want. So we include those buzzwords.
0: I get real worked up about it because it is infuriating. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things I would put in that jar you talked about where like, I can't yes. do too much about it. Yeah. You, you know, know
1: also, I'm thinking also about if the ultimate goal is accepting ourselves and being able to feel like confident and, and, or, you know, whatever, like basically accept ourselves. The best way to do that, one of the, is through like connecting to others. Like, you know, I told you about, like, I couldn't have experienced that in a vacuum, like, like by myself, you have to connect to others and through connecting to others is how you ultimately, like, we're going about it the completely wrong way. We're trying to do it individually from
0: within. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's not where that comes from. We know that the more you, The more accepting of others you become, the more accepting of yourself you become.
0: Honestly, this is my mantra. Whenever I am feeling really shitty, like really down in the dumps, I have started saying in my head, I need to love more. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Like for real though, because if if you make it like a mandate that... Okay, I feel like crap, so I need to love other people more. Yes, Aww. then it really is a balm. I mean, guess. it's like the volunteerism thing; it does build confidence, comp- whatever. Yeah. But yes. that shouldn't be the primary right. goal. It just—it yes. should just be a lesson about how you know giving. Yes, is yes, is its own whatever. Right. Mm. Anywho, um, are you familiar with Wordle? I love it. I knew you would.
1: Of course, I love it.
0: It's the mm-hmm. best. And What's your I favorite like, thing about it?
1: Uh, it? It makes me feel clever because <laughs> I always get them. And I know yeah. they're designed that way. Mm-hmm. But I'm always like,
0: <laughs> I'm so glad word. you don't share it on Twitter. No, I don't because I don't know how. Oh.
1: <laughs> If I did. I probably and so I great.
0: probably have. No, I would have seen it, and I would have been like, "Oh god, you, I, yeah," because I've definitely played. But yeah, I'm sure. You know. Well, my favorite part, it, as you might suspect, is that the creator's last name is Wardle.
1: No, it's not.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. His last name is Wardle. W-A-R-D-L-E. Uh,
1: it's the. That's the same. That's word. That's, that's the same thing.
0: <laughs> right. It is the same. I mean, d- same. this always holds up. And how he made it for love. Like he just did it for his girlfriend to entertain her during the pandemic. For real? For real. I love him. And I heard that I the New York Times bought it for
1: seven figures.
0: That's right. That's a happy ending because- That's a great ending. He, he didn't put it in an app. He didn't make us buy it. Like us personally, yeah. the users- And he got rich. He has love in his life. He loves words. He's a superhero. This is great.
1: I like that. Now there's the real American story, or
0: whatever. Somebody did a tweet where they were like, "New York Times, please keep it free for us, but make it ninety nine cents to post the results on Twitter."
1: That is what they
0: should do. That's genius." genius. They should do that. Because that's people really they will love do that. sharing it. They will do that.
1: Yes, they That is actually super smart, and they should totally do that. And
0: if you're not familiar with Wordle, I guess I didn't explain it because it's everywhere. Yeah, but it's just a word game where you try to figure out a word. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> do I you hear like my description. Yeah, I hear
1: there's a little bit of a uh, argument that or some some problems over British slash English spellings of words, mm. that there was a word recently that was the word of the day, the wordle. And it was spelled Britishly? And it was, or it was spelled Americanly. And oh, but, the, but he's
0: American. I know. I
1: don't know. People, people were,
0: this
1: is just what I heard. This is just what I heard.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's only so many five-letter words, so right. they're going to have to get creative. Yeah. I love it. Eventually.
1: Yeah. It was even in yeah. Saturday Night Live, they
0: did a whole- Did they? Yeah.
1: With Trump. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah, not like the actual what about
1: like he was like the, the, the Saturday <laughs> right. life guy, but he was just using Wordle to like Do you have like a start a set start word that you always use? Oh, that's a good question. I try to use the word a word that has the most vowels. Okay. So I tried to mm-hmm. get I tried to get a like No, but I should have like a start word. That's good. But usually like uh, yeah, all the as many vowels as I can and no repeating letters, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, have okay. you played this? There's
0: all these. Um, I told Adam about it, so then he went on and played it. Of course. I don't, there's something about me that's annoying. I am a very annoying person, as you guys know, where like, if everybody loves mm-hmm. something that I'm Larry David, okay? You are. I want to hate it. Yes. And so I was like, what is this? Because first you just see the goddamn blocks yeah. in my Twitter feed. I'm like, what is going on here? Right. And then it ticks me. Ugh. And then <sighs> I get mad. But it is a delightful story. And I'm glad that it had a nice ending for the creator because he sounds like a really yes. sweet guy. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll anyway. Probably a brain
1: candy brainiac. <laughs>
0: Shout out I'd to like Mr. to think Wardle. so. But I've the it's so funny whenever there's anything like that that becomes viral or so popular, then there's all these think pieces. So there's right. like a think piece about the backlash, people like me who are like annoyed yeah. when people talk about it too much or um there was a great one. I think it was in the Washington Post about written by a religion scholar, a religion journalist and she was talking about ritual and why it's so important, and yes. how religion does the same thing. And wordle, yes. they meet a specific human need. Yes, I do enjoy all that consistency. It's
1: predictable. Mm-hmm. It's yep, and it's like a little win. We we like those things where it's a little bit of effort, but a reward at the end. It's really good for us. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I mean, it does make you disturbed though a little bit when so much of like what we're we enjoy is because it distracts us from our reality. I wouldn't mind if the reality started being a little more enjoyable. <laughs> I'd like that. But, you know One what? of these days. Is it, though? Is Has what? it ever been? Well, you know the last part of um, Don't Look Up where Leo's character says, we really did have it all. I keep thinking about that, about pre-pandemic. Yeah. We
1: really did have it all. And how
0: we had no idea. We had no idea that we uh, had it all. And then I said to Adam, but then whew, whatever's in the future, maybe we would say that about right now. Uh, so I should enjoy right now cuz maybe true. we really have it all. This is true. As you can hear I'm in an existential crisis. Sounds like it.
1: Better start playing Wordle. <laughs> right.
0: It's <laughs> so true. Okay, cuz you need a break. Moving on. From that. Um Just from the- what's oh. from yeah. Um, okay. I wanted to ask you about this. Um, there was an article in Atlantic titled, "Old Is Old Music Killing New Music? And it was talking about how- I'd say vice versa. You think new music is killing old music? Well, just- What s- makes you say that? More like- Well, it's kind
1: of like the things we've talked about that we've moved away from. You and I have have said, are, "Would certain artists be able to be become as famous today mm-hmm. because they they almost need it's a different package that maybe we're selling today than before? Like we have like the." that, what is it called, the, the sound factory in Sweden. Those mm-hmm. guys who just, like, pump out, you know, use this formula. And then you find, like, the person who just looks the part and who could, yes, who can sing. but It is like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just feels like very, the formula for new music is that kind of killer. But to, that's another argument. What is
0: this Well, one? the premise of this was about how, how much of the music market yeah. is coming from old songs versus new songs. And wow. this is a new development where 70% of the music market is made up of old songs. That is a lot. I never really thought about that. That's true. So like now, if you want to make a ton of money in music, you want the rights to like really old shit like, you know, the Beatles or... yes. You know, who just sold Bob Dylan just sold his whole catalog for like a gazillion dollars?
1: Jeez, crazy.
0: So it's about these old guys, some of them are dead, most of them, and otherwise in their 70s and 80s, who are still the top of their game in terms of generating revenue. Wow. And they were trying to say why that was true. And w- one of the things that really stuck with me is how. Ever since, like, Blurred Lines, there's this real fear about sampling or even accidentally writing a song that's too similar to another one. And so execs won't even open demo tapes that they get in the mail. They send it back to the person because if they listen to it and then 10 years from now they write a song that's, like, got a similar stanza... Then they can get sued. sued. Wow. And so, if you're not exposing yourself to music in that way, then you're not going to hear as much. Totally. And you won't be able to find and nurture new talent. Totally. Wow. I I was so disturbed by that. That is disturbing. And the top 200 most popular new tracks now regularly account for less than 5% of total streams. That rate was twice as high just three years ago.
1: You know, I also think there's this new really it's like a musical like it's it, i have n- we've never really experienced anything like this where old songs will get used in on like tiktok videos mm-hmm. and it'll become a tiktok trend like that fleetwood yeah. Mac song that then became mm-hmm. the number one stream song they were they had crazy album like top of the charts all over again the members of Fleetwood Mac were like, thank you. This is, like, awesome, you know? And it's it, – there's a part of us – you know, we've talked before about how the brain loves a little bit of novelty and a little bit of nostalgia. And combining new – like, being able to use an old song with new, a new image over the top, it's almost like everybody's making their own music videos on, like, Instagram Reels and on TikTok and stuff – and so I think a lot of these songs are, are popping up Right, not like again. the
0: song is the familiar half. Yes. And then the platform is the novel yes, part. Yes, totally. And so then we just keep using the same yeah. songs all the freaking time.
1: Yeah, because all the ones that I look in like TikTok's like top like trending songs, they'll be, it's like a you know, Kanye West song, but from like 10 years ago. Or like right. stuff that's like way old.
0: I'm sure the pandemic is exacerbated where my, love that. Love
1: Grows Where My Rosemary Goes, that's trending right now.
0: I mean, that is a great song. It's a freaking
1: great one. But that is like, nobody would think that that song would be in the top 10 no. of right now.
0: That's right. so weird. It's kind of depressing. It was. I told my friends though, I sent it to my friends and I said how the, I felt the article was equivocating because on one hand they said it's the execs like they don't want to yeah. nurture and grow these the new talent and then on the other hand they were saying that like audiences don't want anything new so it to, in the end I was like wait who are we blaming everyone right Um but it just bummed me out because like I want more stuff I want to nurture new amazing artists whoever the next yeah whoever is the Beatles or whatever man
1: and it's like are are those people going to be able to get the opportunity to showcase their talents in that real way. And I don't think so. I think, yeah, it's not as authentic. So that's a bummer. Yeah. Well, I do think also this is an argument for why, um, well, and we can't do that anymore really either. Why like small venues and live shows are so wonderful when you have like people who are really, really talented, I went and saw uh, one of my favorite shows I ever went to is Alabama shakes. And the woman who's the lead singer for Alabama shakes does not look like somebody who would be like your top pop star or whatevs. I don't know if there's a like better state. Like this woman is so talented and so amazing. And, You know, it's just like these. This music doesn't become as mainstream, and you just have to kind of see it in those small venues. And you
0: know, I mean, that's why it kind of feels miraculous that someone like Lizzo or even Billie Eilish are with us because they are so new and different and not fit the mold type of gals. Yeah, and they they beat the odds, but they're not as common. Right. as they used to be. Like right. new music was, was different. And I'm glad, I, I was heartened though to he- hear it because you know when you get a certain age and then you're like, they don't make music like they used right. to? The actual I age is 34. That I- <laughs> yeah.
1: They've done studies I just- on this. People stop searching for new music over the age, I believe it's 32 or 34. We talked about this on a past episode.
0: Yeah, and I thought that must be what's happening to me. But... Reading this made me realize this is a actually bigger problem than yeah. just Susie's approaching death.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that's a this relief. Is not just
0: Susie's existential crisis. No, it's nice. It's the whole world. It's the whole world it's, <gasps> existential crisis. Uh, okay, last thing. I was uh, there was an article in Smithsonian Magazine about how museums curated or collected artifacts from. Hurricane Katrina. And I just liked it in general. Like, they were using Katrina as an example, but they were talking about how a museum maintains history and, like, what the approach is. Like, how do you decide when there's a disaster going on? Like, this should be saved for historical purposes, and then. Like,
1: are we talking things? That represent or showcase the tragedy or things that happened in Hurricane Katrina that are getting saved? Or is this museums that... No. Okay. This is actual items that for... For display. Display. To then tell the story of... Wow. The history. You're essentially creating a time capsule.
0: Yeah. And like, how do you know what's important? Yeah. And what else have we done this with? I mean, that's the thing that maybe like that's Holocaust. why this example was used because I don't know when museums became self-aware right. that this is history, it's present, yes. but it will be tomorrow's history and how you have to like mess with your head just to like kind of figure out what's important and, and how important yeah. of a job that is because they're going to tell that story. So the, they're they don't tell the history us. writers. Yeah, and you know how they say history is written by the victors and that's not great. Mm-mm. Like, keep that in mind when you read the Bible, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, the the person telling the story is the one that's still fucking alive. Oh my God. At that time. So anyway, they were <laughs> describing how in this case, they're literally digging in the dirt to find symbols of this moment. And like one, they went into a house with a guy and he's a clarinet player and um, they found his collection of clarinets just completely caked with debris and mud and so they got one of those for the museum because that represents that tradition in New Orleans of music and brass specifically and then like they like to choose everyday items so they try to find signs like even um, signage that says like this way to um, evacuate (gasps) you know, and like,
1: what is the, uh, what is the job title? Like, are these people, they must be curators, historians. Are they Like they work for, it almost is like, is this a library science? Like, what is the, it feels like, what
0: are their qualifications? Yeah, I
1: just am like, Mm. this is an interesting, well, you know, cause I, I work with a lot of young people in my practice and a lot of them, you know, it's hard to know, like, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? What, and I've, I've often said, like, we don't even know. Like, there are so many jobs that there are so many things yeah. that you could do. You don't even know. And yeah. And this is, like, one of those examples of, like, who knew this was a job?
0: Yeah. And it's such an important one. Yeah. Like I said, this, the stories we tell are what determine how people think 100 years from now. Right. It matters. Um. Those The one sign that was featured, in you could see it in the article, said it was a big plywood sign, and then it had, what do you call that? Paint? Spray paint. Yeah. You know, and it just said, have we been forgotten? <gasps> and it was, they said it was important because it demonstrated the way that when we make these signs, I mean, really, it's an act of hope mm-hmm. because- Someone's got to read it, Mm -hmm. and you believe, like, if I just put this on there, someone will see it, and I can still matter. Like, there's still time for me to matter. Um, Mm. They just need to get their message out. I just thought that was so insightful. Really insightful. That's really interesting and something I never thought about. Right, because I just – you think more – I tend to think more about these types of exhibits as being, you know – you find them, like, in the rubble, like, the archaeological, like, here's the caveman's, yeah, whatever. What right. You, you don't think about how they still have to do that now. Right. With stuff that happens in the news, so.
1: And it's hard to have, like you said, that foresight, that, like, awareness of what in the future is. I guess the things that move us and the things that feel emotional don't really change.
0: Right. Yeah, like it's all basically survival and... Yes, things that represent family. survival
1: and the human spirit.
0: We're really deep.
1: Yes, we are.
0: <laughs> uh, let's wind it down, Sarah. Good episode. We learned... Um, wow. We learned a lot. We learned a lot. Bill Cosby's still a dick. We know that. Um, an eight-year-old writ writing books. Oh, my gosh.
1: That's so cute. Yes. Beautiful thing.
0: Yes. And then... Um, Union, yes, if you ask me. Union, yes. My dad was in Local 85 Solidarity Brother, the <laughs> amalgamated transit <laughs> the amalgamated transit union. We got to be pro-union around here. There you go. And uh, yeah, old music <sighs> can't beat it, I guess. Who knew? Man, we and talked to, we Love covered Sordo. about a lot. I know I feel bad lot. like I'm like I've I've been overwhelming these poor people. No, this is good but, info. This is how we are. Anyway. It's a brain candy podcast, man. You're going to learn. Check out our patreon.com slash brain candy and our website and we'll see you next time bye bye